this is Mel with Guys Games and Beer. We are still here at Game Hall Con, and I'm with... This is Brian the Baron with Guys Games and Beer, and I am here with... Andrea Koenig with Guys Games and Beer, and we are here with... Tabletop Gamers! Good job. Your ham was okay. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah, I was, I was hoping for a little bit more ham. Like, you just gave me a little slice of it. I really wanted oh. the full belly. All right. Oh, okay. All right. We want that spiral bone in. Yeah. You know, I got to watch my calories, though. Oh. Mustard honey on the sauce, yeah? All right. We're good? All right. So, we have had you on the show before. Um, we love talking with you. We love the fact that Game Hole is inclusive and makes it a part of their bylaws and everything they do here. What do you love about Game Hole and being here? Uh, I just really like it because the staff work with us really well and are always like very attentive to our needs and ask like even from year to year like are we doing well? Like what else can we do? Like was your booth spot fine? Like did you like run into any problems with anyone? Which is I don't think ever been an issue. Not that I know of, but yeah. But they're always like asking for us every year too. They'll come up like, hey, are you guys coming back next year? Like, we want you back next nice. year. Nice, nice. Yeah. I enjoy meeting like a lot of the same people again and again. Like, mm -hmm. I've only come like two times, but I've seen like familiar faces. Uh, I also like how I can just sort of roll up day of without a plan and then there's still events that I can purchase. <laughs> so. Exactly, no, I'm with you there. That's one of the best things about this con. They are so well organized when it comes to gaming. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this place is very well organized. Um, I just love the flow of it. Um, after doing like two other conventions coming to this, it's more of just, it's so laid back. Like just the whole atmosphere and the flow of things. You can just tell people are here to have a good time. And after being away for over a year, I mean, it is really, really nice to actually be doing something again. Uh, amen. Do you guys, Travel? Are you representative, and tr do you travel for tabletop gamers specifically to all cons all over the country? I do. I'm from Seattle, and okay. I travel pretty much to the Midwest and the East Coast a lot. Yep. Wow. And, yeah, we have uh, another director, Dusty, lives in Madison here, yep, so right it's a very here. easy commute. Uh, and myself and Jeff Sorensen, the the president, is from Ames, Iowa. So. Okay. But does Dusty provide lodging for you all when you come and visit? I slept on her couch for a few days. Yay! <laughs> not, not only this, Zach slept on my couch for two days. But not only that, we think maybe he had a bad onion from that outbreak. <laughs> and I also had to nurse him back to health. Oh. So. <laughs> Welcome back to the land of the living. Thank you. Above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> Just glad to be drinking again. <laughs> What are you drinking? What are you having? This is a Rose Kennedy. Nice. I'm a bartender. I don't know this. Uh, this is a vodka soda with a splash of cranberry. They just made it sound fancier than it is. <laughs> and, then they added, and then they added a gay name to it. Why is it a Rose Kennedy? Uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it has something to do with Rose Kennedy, and I don't. Well, there you go. Why isn't it a Rose Kennedy? <laughs> also a great question. <laughs> so tell us more about Tabletop Gamers. Uh, so like we touched on earlier, we go to multiple conventions every year and just promote uh, inclusivity and visibility in those spaces. That's our main goal. We hand out these badge ribbons. This is our, our main deal. So the gamer and the ally ribbon, as well as the, the pronoun ribbons. 
so we go to all the conventions and hand those out. Uh, we accept donations. So if you're looking to donate, tabletopgamers.org, great place to, to hit up there and, and to see what you can donate. We do sustaining donors as well. So you can do $5 a month or, or whatever really works for you. Uh, yeah, we also have our, as you can see here a little bit, my uh, gamer ribbon on the, or ribbon, uh, wristband, wristband as well. Wristband. Yep. Yeah, he's got, he's got it there. Wristband. Yeah. Uh, and then we do enamel pins, and we do all those things at conventions uh, for donations. We hand those out when people donate at conventions as well. So. I, know, I, I realize I work for a very conservative uh, construction company, and I'm always looking. Then they'll do matching donations. And so I'm always like Pan Parenthood, like I <laughs> should do you guys, yeah. yeah. Oh, we we <laughs> would love it because uh, those donations are the only ways we make it to these conventions. Well, they do a matching, so I can you know, yeah. bump it up. Sky's the limit. <laughs> exactly. A uh, question for you: How uh, have you navigated the challenges of the last year and a half or so? Well, we created a Discord server that some people are active on, uh, <laughs> but we weren't able to like do a lot of things. Okay. Um, okay. I led a panel online on Twitch for very good. Oh, I think Gen Con online, but I don't actually remember. It might have been Origins. Uh, but yeah, we haven't really been able to do much of anything. So we just right. like send out newsletters occasionally and engage people on Discord. Yeah, we yes. did a couple of game nights on Discord. Wonderful, very good. Yeah, our, um, our I mean, we pretty much exist in a physical entity. So if we cannot come to conventions, it is hard. okay our name out or anything like that or even spread our message we are always looking for other people to kind of link with in order to hopefully create a bigger space and a more inclusive space um, we have a lot of different um, owners of different board game stores they all come to us and they ask the question they're like how can I make my space more inclusive and so Very good. we um, basically we have a little kind of tips and trick sheet and we there What do you recommend? Like what are like the top things you tell sorry, what are the top things you tell like store owners to do to make sure their space is inclusive? So a few different things. One, no toleration of any sort of hate speech whatsoever. Um, I don't care if it's in the game or just being set out in the thing or if it's supposed to be, I'm just joking, man. It's not a joke. Um, one of the other things is, is to provide um, stickers or anything else for people who also have different pronouns than what they might physically appear as um, because that type of speech can be very hurtful to the individual and cause a lot of um, just psychological distress. Um, those are some of the biggest ways you can actually impact your and so, so And they're so simple. They're so simple. They are so simple. And um, a zero tolerance policy is just kind of a good way to set things up. And I mean, not saying like they can be banned from a store forever, but at least maybe for the night so they Think about what they just did. Yes. Um, so as things have kind of gotten up and running again, uh, is this the first convention you guys have been to? Have you been to, um, have you guys been busy? It's felt very busy because a lot of the cons got moved 
uh, this past year. So Gen Con was a lot later than it normally is. Uh, so we did go to Gen Con. We had representatives go to Origins. We're here, and we will be at uh, PAX Unplugged coming up as well. Yeah, so it was like, it was Gen Con two weeks later, Origins, and then two weeks later, here we are here. So it's actually been pretty busy? It's been pretty busy, and we're all full-time employees with other jobs, so this is a passion. This is not something that we are paid to do. This is something that we love to do. That's wonderful. That's awesome. So what games have you played here? What games do you love playing when you get the chance to actually game? So I didn't do it this year, but in previous years, I've done a lot of like D&D Adventures League. Uh, we have a home game that I play in, but it's, a, it's not a lot of like structured stuff, and it's always the same people. So I like to get out and like play with different people, like get to test out the new modules, the new book stuff. Uh, so that's what, that's what I have tried to do at past conventions. Like This year at Gen Con, I just didn't have a schedule, so I just sat at our booth the whole time and talked to people, which was still a, still a great time and fun, but I mean... This, this one's more of my, I'll, I'll try to get out and like play some games and stuff as well. So, uh, Last night we had a gamer gathering, and I really enjoyed playing Telestrations with a bunch of people. Uh, so that was fun. There uh, was a lot of knee slappings in that one. <laughs> and some like really good art, because I can't draw. Yeah, so there, like, <laughs> there was an actual comic artist in there with us who uh, just put us all to shame. Uh, but at, at home I enjoy playing like D&D &D and stuff with friends. Cool, cool. Um... So with this convention, this is the first time I actually ran events on my own under hey. the Tabletop Gamer name, because nice. I'm hoping that we can make a bigger thing of that in future conventions. Uh, but I ran two games of Fiasco, and they both went very well. Cool. Uh, the first one that I did, the <laughs> one of the people there, I mean, they were in such hysterical laughter that they just couldn't stop from crying <laughs> and just... They were hitting their t their head on the table because they just could not get, get control of themselves. That is a good game. <laughs> great game. I want to be part of this game next yes. time. Fiasco is amazing. What are some events you have coming up? Well, I don't know if you have anything planned for PAX Unplugged because they make scheduling events very difficult. Uh, but next year, Gen Con has invited us to expand our presence there. Uh, so they're giving us a space for like 10 tables or something to like have people run games under our name. Cool. So that'd be really cool. That is very cool. Yeah, more, more to come. <laughs> we, we have a lot of uh, planning to work out. So, so we're, we're coming up to 10 years that this podcast has been around. What would you say to a podcast? Like, how can we be more inclusive? What are some things that we could do to expand our audience and make sure that people, our audience, current audience, knows that we are a part of an ally message? I mean, for sure, first step you've taken, we're here. Yeah. So that's great. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, give me other cool tips. That was my, that was my great one. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're the, the end-all be-all for inclusivity, because like, we, we clearly have other, other areas that we are always working on as well. But I think, for yeah, sure. don't, be, don't be satisfied with where you are, and always exactly. be pushing and looking for ways to, Thank to you. change Thank you. That's exactly why I ask, because you never know where a new idea is going to come along that you can say that we can do that. That's something we could support and do. I would say probably one of the other big things is no matter how big you may get, never, never forget where your ground was. Yeah, yeah. Because it's that groundwork that will either keep you built or will destroy and crumble you. So true. 
Does anybody have one of those stories of a moment that just warmed your heart because of something you did or provided for somebody at a convention where it was just like, this was because of you? People make me cry at every convention we go to. <laughs> there's, inevitably, there's one person that comes up and they're like, I'm about to like come out to my family or this family member or this group of friends and they grab one of our ribbons they're like this is how I'm gonna do it and then they yeah. almost start to cry and then I almost start to cry and I just I, I'm about it to happens like every tear time. up because it's this great. makes me so happy like, this, this is why we come here and do this because they, they see us here and see all the people they're like I see everyone with these ally badges like it makes me feel like I can come out and do that here even if it's only at the convention that they can be out and feel like who they are. If they go home, it might not be that way, but they see all the support here uh, from the badge ribbons of people around, and they feel it's, like they can do that. It's crazy how much visibility can change so much. Just one, one little ribbon. That's all it takes. Uh, I think what I really like are the people that sort of come up to our booth and look at what we've got, and then walk away, and then 10 minutes later come back and grab a ribbon. <laughs> Like, it is my favorite thing to see someone, like, accept and be willing to, like, express themselves. I love it. I actually have a story regarding pretty much that exact same scenario. Yeah. Um, this was Gen Con a few years ago, but I remember it very well because it's just, like, one of those moments that you just put in your head and you don't forget about it. But it was two teenagers... And we had seen them earlier. One had come up, grabbed some stuff, while the other one hung back and didn't really look like they wanted to be a part of what we were doing at this table. And they walk away. Come about five minutes later, they both, they, they both come back, but the one that was hanging out like, just came swooping in as fast as can be while we were talking to others, and I just happened to catch it grabbed one of our gamer ribbons and ran off <laughs> but i also heard from the friend of theirs they were like they patted them on the back and it was like i'm proud of you man Aww. as they walked away it was like one of the most endearing moments i have ever seen at a convention Yay. that is truly amazing i love that uh, and one more time, where can our viewers check you out online? The best place to go is tabletopgamers.org. Uh, that'll link to all of our other social media stuff as well, but also has information about our organization, our 5013 status, because uh, we are a full nonprofit organization as well. Uh, there's links to donate there, uh, links to the info sheet that Dusty was referencing earlier, and all, the, all that kind of stuff is there. So. And we let's clarify here, when we say Tabletop Gamers, it is G-A-Y-M-E-R-S. Yeah, that, thank you, yes. <laughs> also, also, to be clear, we, we view gamer as an inclusive term from the community, kind of like a queer term. Right, uh, right. Because some of the other puns aren't quite as good, so gamer just really worked well. It does. It's a good pun. It's not a bad pun. Um, I was going to say something else, now I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, no, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked my big anything else you want to um, uh, probably the only other thing I would say is that we are hopefully going to be expanding next year and doing a lot more than we are this year, um, especially if COVID, with fingers crossed and everything, becomes less of a thing it is. Yeah. Um, but pretty soon on Tabletop Gamers, we will be looking for volunteers and also some other directors to come and 
work with us and help us become an even better organization than we are now. Cool. I will tell my dad. Excellent. Well, if we don't think... Say best of luck with everything moving forward. I can't imagine you won't get the support needed. This is a fabulous group. So, and as you have those kinds of announcements, I think we follow you on Facebook. We'll definitely tweet those out as well. That's one of the Thank things you. we'll be looking for is a social coordinator. Social coordinator. Ah, <laughs> good to know. All right. Well, that's all we have for now. We will be back with you at more interviews at Game Hole. Thank you.